This is the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast, a place where entertainment, creativity, culture, celebrity, current events, art, and entrepreneurship thrive. I'm your host, Kyle Langan, the founder of HamptonsToHollywood.com, which is a lifestyle website I started all the way back in 2011 to cover culture in the Hamptons and Los Angeles. I am a best-selling author and entrepreneur and started the podcast to have meaningful conversations with the creators and people that inspire me most. On today's episode, I was weirdly nervous, which is strange because my guests are three people that I know better than anyone. I know them so well, in fact, that they inspired my first book series, The Uncharted Waters Chronicles. My guests today are Courtney Blose, Sabrina Englot, and Kenny Nitroy. Before we dive in, I want to take a second to set the stage and give some context. So my debut novel, Uncharted Waters, was published in 2016 by a company called Reed Publishing, who chose the book to be one of their premier releases of the year, which means they set me up on a big promotional tour and it was really fun. And they even signed me to a three book deal with them, which was more exciting than I could have ever imagined at the time. Unfortunately, shortly after my book was published and promoted, Reed Publishing declared bankruptcy, and despite being available at Barnes & Noble and all major booksellers, Uncharted Waters never got the full reach that was planned. So, in March of 2021, after I regained the rights back to the book series, I independently published the title with new content and edits. And in August of 2021, the sequel, Uncharted Horizons, debuted, which is arguably my favorite piece of work. So today's guests, Courtney, Sabrina, who I call Breezy, and Kenny, along with myself, are the ones who inspired the four main characters of my book series. The books are about four friends who meet in the Hamptons under wild circumstances and who form an unlikely bond while navigating the betrayal and jealousy, and sometimes murder, of Hamptons high society. Think The Breakfast Club meets Cruel Intentions at the beach. The series is about stepping outside your comfort zone and the magic that can happen when you open up and embrace new people and ideas. And both books are available now on Amazon.com and are spectacular beach reads to finish out the summer with, if I do say so myself. So in today's episode, we talk about the power of friendship, share some fun memories, and discuss the inspiration that led my books to become the popular series they are today. All right, so let's get to the chat. The first thing I would like to talk about is, I think I would like to, for me to kind of tell you guys like my, and I haven't really prepared a ton for this because I really want it to be like on the fly, but I want to kind of start to go around like our first kind of impressions and then, you know, me kind of going into that. And if you guys would like to share your first impressions of each other or us or anyone, then feel free. But so just to set the stage for all of our listeners and possibly viewers, we all went to college together to Sales University, class of 2010. You know, college was just like a crazy, I was very nervous to go, you know what I mean? And I think that I had, I didn't really know what to expect, but, and I was, I knew I would like, you know, meet friends and it would be kind of like fine, but I had no kind of like idea of who those friends would be and kind of the 
um, the shape that they would kind of take in my life, you know? And, and I remember I met Breezy first. We met um, in a dorm room and we like just caught each other's eye and just started cracking up, which is still how it tends to go today. And, and then I met, I think I met Courtney next. I mean, I might've, no, maybe I met, wait, I don't remember. Kenny was in your dorm. Yeah, maybe I met Kenny first. Ken, I don't have any recollection of us, like, meeting. Do you, like, the first time we met, like, on, like, the first day of, like, meeting, like, because we were sweet mates. That's right. Uh, we shared uh, a bathroom. <laughs> you, I was going to say, you didn't run into each other over the urinal or something? You, no, it's not exactly how I remember it. But uh, I remember moving in and seeing uh, Kyle and just going, hey, this kid's really skinny. And he <laughs> seems really nice and just funny. And he just, you just had like a, a bubbly personality. And I think that was just one of the things that I'm like... I don't know if he and I are going to jive together because um, I'm just very, I'm fairly quiet. So that's kind of how at least I thought I was and just kind of timid when I came into college. So, so I guess I met you first then. Assume so. Cause we didn't meet in the first. I left phase. quite an impression. I know. <laughs> I just remember having spoken to your roommate, Andy and like on Facebook before, All right. we, before we got there. Spices. And mm -hmm. spices. <laughs> and, and, but we didn't like, I don't know, we just didn't have any, but I guess we did meet, but, but I met Breezy like day three, I'm sure. It was, I like remember, started. I guess it was, yeah, orientation still. What, Ken? I remember Andy talking to me and going, hey, because Andy and I went to high school together. So and he only lived like a few miles away from me. And and I remember we were hanging out during the summer before we came. And I remember Andy was uh, told me that, hey, this kid requested me on Facebook. His name's Kyle. And apparently he lived. I think he lives right next to us. So I'm like, oh, OK, so I knew about you through him, to be completely fair. Um, and I'm like, oh, OK. Okay. So, I, and, and I just waited. I'm like, oh, we'll wait until we meet person. And I think that's when we connected on Facebook before, back when you needed a college ID in order to get to Facebook. So, did you guys talk on AIM before you met? No. Maybe I, Andy, and I communicated inside. I guess mm -hmm. it was Insta Messenger. Yeah. Maybe. Who would be such a big part of this conversation? <laughs> I did not <laughs> did not see this coming. But then, I didn't know that you went to high school with him, actually. What? Oh yeah, totally. I just thought yeah. you were randomly paired. Oh uh, yeah, no. He and I opted. He's you know we were talking. Uh, I've known Andy. He was in my fourth grade grade class together, and he was only about two miles away from my house. So fourth yeah. grade. Fourth grade. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. you went right to college. That's awesome. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so then I met Courtney because uh, because because I my parents hadn't <laughs> brought my car yet and they I don't know why wheels Courtney wheels blows <laughs> <laughs> and I was I needed I was applying for a job at Charlie Brown's the Charlie Brown's in Allentown and Breeze was like oh my friend Courtney I know a guy. 
That was a long drive also. You must have really liked I must. No, but that's how that was the first time we like became acquainted. Yes. Yes. And actually, I think someone I know, I think Cher, remember Cher saw me driving with you and she Cher, who? Yeah. Cher, my mom's friend, Cher saw me. Oh the singer. And she asked who was in my car. She like saw another guy in my car because I had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, scandalous. Yeah. Small town. I don't think I heard that story either. I am learning a lot today. I remember that. Uh, And it should be noted this was pre-Uber, right? Yeah. Of course. This was 2006. I don't even think credit cards existed back then. (laughs) And you waited for me while I had the interview. Are you sure? I'm positive. We we still go there because that's our a sushi place now. So we so anyway, Kenny and I became friends like toward the end of our freshman year. Court and Breezy and I were friends probably since the day that she gave me the ride. And then and then oh and then wait, Court, the birthday cake. Our our my first kind of fun memory with Courtney was it was Breezy's birthday. Very fun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always in early September every year. It's always in <laughs> It's weird how it just falls. We soon after we had met this girl. A weird conversation because I had to tell you it was my birthday. I was like, hey, we just met, but it's my birthday. Like, how did that conversation go? And then tell tell them what tell what happened. Tell the story, please. I, I didn't buy it, so I'll let you guys tell the story. <laughs> I know, but it's that funny. was nice of us to get you cake. We did yeah. I- did you even, did you, I pay for it? I probably paid for it. You, you mean your mom and dad paid for it? <laughs> no, so we went up and we're like, okay, well, we're going to get this girl a cake. So obviously she has no friends yet. And we, <laughs> but, but we, but what we did was we got the icing that Courtney and I preferred. Yes. Because there's more, you know, it's two against one. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get you a small cake of what you wanted. Oh my God, that was nice of us. (laughs) So then, and then we were like, okay. And then that kind of like really set the tone for the friendship, I feel. Uh, Yeah, I would say so. And then, so we, and then Ken and I became close, right? I think we became close after we decided to live together in our sophomore year of college, because I remember you kind of like, I remember you would kind of like, because our bedrooms were conjoined by a bathroom. And I kind of, this probably isn't how it happened, but you know how the memories that I remember, sometimes they don't happen. They're just kind of things that we've discussed. Yes. Alcohol is interesting like that. Go on. But I just have like a, like a memory or a vision of you, like kind of like always coming into my room, like Kramer, you know, kind of just like, (laughs) like bursting through in all your lanky glory. And then like, just kind of like saying something like, like mumbling and then like leaving, you know? So that's about it. So, so, but I remember you kind of like burst in and you were like, so uh you want to be roommates? That's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> and I like verbatim. Yeah. I think it was literally like a Thursday and it was like 3 p.m. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> But I was going to ask you, and you just beat me to it. So it all kind of like really worked out. You're going to ask him for the date and time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I don't know what kind of interview this is. What day of the weekend? Um, what time was that? Thursday. And, and then, it was May the 3rd. Go on. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much how it was. Rip the Band-Aid off, Kyle. Let's go. Beat to the punch. You know, that's that's exactly. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secure this. We're losing spaces. We got that place up in Welsh that we got to go to. And Jeff's got to know today. But the, I remember that summer was the first pool party that I had. And it was the three of you and Jeff were the ones who came. Yeah. The whole point of this is is because I felt very connected to you guys in like right after that first year. I felt very comfortable and I felt like I had really, you know, or at least kind of hoped, maybe not thought fully, but like that these were like great new friendships that I would be kind of forging, you know? And and then I think like sophomore year, that was one of my favorites because I think our bond between the four of us in particular, like really strengthened and grew. And I just love the dynamic. And I kind of wanted to like talk about like the dynamic between us, because I think I've used that to make money. <laughs> I hate kind of talking in like archetypes because it, it like, you know, really distills down a person to like, uh, you know, a, a title and that's not, there's so much more dimension to all of us. But I think like, in in that time like you know i don't know how to describe it like kenny was always kind of like the one that was just very into his own like things like you had your like your articulated hobbies with your speakers and your cars and kind of like his iced tea his iced tea <laughs> oh i haven't touched that in so long but go on yeah no i agree with you go ahead and and you kind of like kind of marched to the beat of your own drummer a bit right like you kind of weren't afraid to kind of do things like a little bit differently and had a really i think your your mind and kind of perspective on the world has really expanded like since then but you were like really like like a picky eater like anything i think you resisted a lot of things that were kind of outside of your comfort zone no, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, so the background story on me, that what I always say is the fact that I just grew up in a very small town and like literally just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I just kind of surrounded myself with, you know, like, I mean, I joke about it, but like my wife and I didn't even, we, we connected in, in college. And one of the talking points of that was the fact that, you know, I didn't know what a Panera Bread was, which is a fast food establishment. And, and she looked at me with five eyes and she was like, are you? what you know i'm like oh, i've never heard of it before and she's like what and it's not like i haven't been out to travel or anything like that but yeah just kind of just kind of felt secluded yeah and i think going to college you know as i said a little bit before it was like kind of timid and like i was timid so i was just like oh reserved yeah and just you know i got my friends from college like we uh, really uh friends from high school in terms of like track group and and cross country and stuff like that but then i'm like oh okay no we're here at college we're doing our own thing now so we're starting starting anew so that's when i'm like okay you know the boundaries come off and and then i started meeting really nice folks and you know just started making new friendships i'm like, yeah sure yeah. let's hang out with this guy see what's going on oh these two girls are great and i'm like oh we got a good thing going here so i think yeah, the word I mean, that i would use to like describe you know, you as like growth, I think, because you really went from one thing to like, you still are who you are, right? You're, you're, you're at your core, like you are still the same person who, who is like, just a, like a guy with like a really big heart and very selfless and very, um, 
again, still marching to the beat of your own drummer, but you really kind of have like an arc and like an arc, you know what I mean? Like in, from where you started to where you are now, like you really, I think. Um, yeah, totally. If I, if I stayed in my hometown, I wouldn't like the person who I am, uh, who not, I would have been. Yeah. But not just even like, you know, like locationally, like just truly like your word <laughs> locationally. <laughs> no, no, but no, I completely agree. I believe you guys are pivotal in terms of my growth. So, and you know, I not only you know you guys, the sales in itself, the people that we met and stuff like that. And I think that's important. So, but yeah. And I think so, and thank I, you. Thank you, welcome. And then I think Courtney, <laughs> I think Courtney was always kind of in the same similar in that she always knew who exactly who she was like from the beginning like i i don't want to say that you've had like the least amount of growth in comparison to kenny but you but you didn't need to grow as much right because you like are so tried and true in who you are like you're i think you are the person that has you've always been who you are and i think that is such a um respectable thing because i think a lot of times life can knock a lot of people down and around and kind of make them question you know what their purpose is or who they are and you've never questioned who you are as long i mean from what i've known and i think that's a really beautiful quality and and so and i think that you'll and in and that's kind of like the behind the scenes but in in front of the camera for you know for argument's sake you were always kind of the girl I hate using this again this is like the archetype thing but you're always kind of like the good girl right and and I and that was something that I really related to because like I think I've told you this before but I think that like we would have been friends in high school right like I think that we you know had a lot of, and still have a lot of stuff in common and so I think that that was kind of your kind of the that the, the dynamic that you brought like and and also the the practical like bringing the practical like i think it's such a great balance of kenny's off doing like you know fun, something a little bit weird and and kyle and breeze are kind of like going off of each other and courtney was like come everyone just relax you know what i mean like here's here's how it's gonna go i bring everyone back down yeah and it, and that grounding force is so necessary because otherwise we just be like it's not being fun but I, <laughs> you're a ball. I, yeah. I mean, I went into sales order with one goal and that was to be a physician assistant. And, and, um, I really wasn't sort of expecting, I loved high school. So I wasn't really expecting, had a boyfriend from high school. I really wasn't there to sort of forge any crazy relationships. So I think it was, um, a happy surprise, you know, to sort of meet this crew. I met Sabrina my first day of orientation and she's, Second. Second. No, it was the first. We were in the same pod, P pod, or whatever. <laughs> um, and you know, is it fate, whatever? I mean, she's my best friend, and now here we are, ten years later. I, like, would that, you know, the trajectory of how it get, of how it gets there? But I hate to I, tell you, but it's sixteen years later. Oh wow! I'm thinking for when he's got a grasp on time. <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that sad? Oh my god. So yeah, I feel like I'm probably a balancer. You guys tend to be a little bit more maybe outgoing, a little bit more wild. I'm a rule follower. I love rules. I don't like to break the rules. <laughs> so I think 
probably sort of bringing every I'm very rational bring everyone sort of whoop, back down situation yeah that's probably the role I would play the most for sure and I think it's so like I said it's such a like it's such a the glue right it's such a an important piece in in all of our relationships mm-hmm. breezy you are like it's interesting because I I'm so alike, I think every, me and each of you have so many things in common that are different from the other, right? Like, and I think that you and I are probably the most alike, like at our core, do you know what I mean? Like we, I think we approach things like, like life probably in a similar way. And, you know, definitely have the same (laughs) sense of humor and, and and it's like that it's a really nice kind of like it's kind of like going to like improv class every time that we're together because it's like we just keep like upping the ante you know what I mean of of like everything yeah yeah that's it makes for a really fun relationship and so I really brought away from when I was writing these books well which I'll get into I really brought I really tried to instill all of those things I just mentioned into those characters and you are someone who like I just had this like vision of you that was just kind of like let's just like go like let's just like kind of because you are you do like a plan you do but you also like to be a little bit rash in like the best way and you know what I mean and I think it's such a it's such an interesting kind of um you know dichotomy those two things that you have but I think it's just it it lends for a lot of comedy too. You're just uh, a hoot. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I can see that as kind of a balance where I'm kind of a bull in a china shop, but it's a very organized china shop. <laughs> if that makes sense. Remember, right. you, you didn't. You never heard that before. No, that's not. That's not the one. Mm. It was something different. Sometimes Courtney has these euphemisms that I don't know. This Pennsylvania Dutch thing. I don't. I don't know about. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Like yeah, but I don't know. I feel like that that kind of sums it up. And I think that was kind of all. We all had different pieces that we brought to the core of the four of us. And um, and I think that we found that out a lot, especially sophomore year when we were kind of together most of the time and all going to dinner together. I think too, um, and. And I think that was, yeah, I would say that was probably the when things started to kind of solidify with the four of us. And that's probably where you got a lot of our character arc, I would say, because, hmm. um, yeah, our personalities kind of came out and also how different they are. But the similarities were what held us together, I think. And, you know, I think it's in- interesting about perspective, right? I mean, we all kind of agree that, that what we just kind of talked about is kind of like the you know, like the truth. Right. But I think it's so interesting. Like I think about, Oh, well, what if like Courtney would have written a book about us? Like how would those characters be like, what's her perspective on how those characters would be. Right. Like it's, it might've been, it could be so conflated in like a different like way or like what the, you know, because I think for, for me, so we, this is the first book that I wrote, Uncharted Waters. And I wrote this book when I was in Australia, my junior year. And I wrote it because I, there were, I mean, I had like, it was probably one of the best 
times of my life in that it was such a new kind of adventure outside of like college, right? It was like my first time living anywhere else. But with all those new experiences that we were, I was having, and I was there for five months, I still, there was a piece of me that missed you guys so much, like so much so that I felt compelled to like create a story about it. Do you know what I mean? Because, and that's why I dedicated this first book to you because it's kind of like a love letter to all to all of you, you know, because of how impactful that our friendship, about the, how the friendships were to me. I think it's kind of interesting how, you know, I could be so far away and still like not, you know, even living in another country couldn't like deter me from kind of thinking of little to sales. Thinking of little to sales. <laughs> and and so that was the inspiration. And like, you know, going back to perspective, like these. I mean, obviously the characters in the book are much exaggerated versions of us, but they, like our personalities, those exaggerated personalities kind of like told the story for me. Like I didn't, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, there's some plotting obviously, but it's really like the characters that shine because of how- Great we are. How great you are. <laughs> how great the whole art. And, and then, you know, whatever, I just couldn't stop. So I did another book that, and this is like my favorite of the two. And I, you know, would even like to do, I'm kind of starting to plot, started plotting a third one. And it'll be like, you know, the third piece of the trilogy. Upon reading the first book, did, were, what was your guys' reaction to that? Any of your reactions to it? I think it's difficult to read something that's based on you at first because you're just assuming that it's a very literal uh, interpretation. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the only one that the first name didn't have the first initial of the real person. That's true. Fun fact. And I did tell you that Amelia was my favorite name. That's right. And then you stole it. I know it was in honor of you. Yeah, it was in honor of... I wasn't going to use it for any other purposes. <laughs> maybe a, maybe a, a goldfish or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, you you are Amelia um, Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> but the other, I guess the other the other kind of like fifth character, main character in these book in this book series is the Hamptons, right? And it's really because that again in my longing for you guys and our, you know, fun times together. That was another thing that I was not doing when I was in Australia because I was in Australia. And I was like, wow, how cool would it be to kind of merge those two worlds, you know, merge like you guys and, and the Hamptons. And, and then it's like, oh, it kind of like just starts to tell itself. We're kind of like taking Kenny's like, cause you worked as a, like you were doing, didn't you work as a landscaper one, a couple summers? Yeah, I started my own little out landscaping outfit when I was like 14. So it was fun to see that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I do in the summers in the Hamptons. And and just and but yeah, I just I, I you know as to piggyback off of what they were saying in terms of yeah, it's weird hearing about you um and reading about you. And at the same time, I was also hoping for more in terms of like the intimate stuff with you and I, but like that, I know that's reserved for you and I because we just had such a um, a great time together in, in college and things like that. Character <laughs> development, maybe? No, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was, it was good. It was good. I just, you know, it was just, it was weird reading it. And I was also 
so intrigued at the same time, just going, oh, yeah. And then you were like, yeah, no, it's based off of you. And I go, what the? And it's just, it's, 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 it's so exciting to read it. And I'm just, you know, uh, it's just, it's just so exciting to see the legs that it's carried. And the fact that we're sitting here talking to it with a, with a, a, a close group such as ourselves and, and everything like that. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's exciting. And your character's name, Kenny, was, was it Corn Nitwit? What was it again? Kurt? <laughs> Kurt Nitro. I needed a K and then and Nitro. Isn't it funny that now he's a, he's a beer drinker? He likes his nitros, I'm sure. Or more of a Cascale, but yes. <laughs> yeah, you set the tone for, for, for the coming of age story that my life is. So. And then, Court, did you have any kind of like visceral reaction to? Because you, so your character <laughs> threw up. Claire Buckingham. <laughs> Yeah, very uh, visceral. No visceral reaction. I remember um, thinking like my mom and sister <laughs> were sort of in it. And I was like, ooh, um, sometimes how maybe they were like, it's true, but it was just interesting to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was not like upset about anything. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I do think you're right when you said, uh, Kyle, about like being through your lens, because how different it would be if we were writing it. Because we are, everyone's so wrapped up with your own perception of things that it's funny to read someone else's too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Amelia, Amelia flayed, flayed, flared, what's the word? Flailed. Flailed in the water, which kind of is accurate to what I would do. Right. Yeah. That, that is true. You are not a swimmer. Yeah. She had a little shipwreck but, and, and Kurt saved her. Yep. Well. Yeah, and, and in like the second book, which is again the one that I like prefer the most, I think it was, you know, just tried to like up the ante and kind of like think about where our where those characters would go like next, and 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 I think it's so you know funny that I still want to do one more because it's like I still can't let go of it. You know what I mean? And I think now it's it's because I wrote the second one after we graduated. And now the third one, I'm living in California. So it's kind of funny that I'm doing it. I mean, I know we've all never lived in the same place except for in college, but I'm, I'm always writing these books when, we, when I'm not with you guys because I'm, it makes me feel like I am. You know what I mean when I, when I do. And what is also cool is like, I was able to spend time in the Hamptons with all of you separately, but Court and Breeze came to visit me that first summer, I think, that I, after college. Yeah, I, we weren't unemployed people. <laughs> yeah, and I had just finished a week of tests at school, so I was just tired. So it probably wasn't the best, but we do like the Hamptons. We were just there. Oh, you were just there, yeah. In um, September. It's and then Kenny came to visit. Like, I would love if we all would all go at one time. You know what I mean? Like, that would be, that would be like my dream in life. I already could picture the photo shoot that you would set up. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I'd hire a photographer. It would encompass the whole weekend. Speaking about what we were talking about earlier in terms of like the dynamics, right? Kyle and I have always talked about our dynamic at length, I feel, especially when we live together and, and things like that. Um, and we have always laughed about how effortlessly it worked between him and I. I think it's one of those things that it's really kind of a testament to like 
um, you know, who we are as people, but like in terms of, you know, you and I are very different. However, it just works. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of strengths that we play off of each other. And I think it's just awesome to see um, your lens and you developing the story and things like that. And that's why I've always been just, I'm, I'm, I'm just super excited to support and just super excited to, to listen to where the story goes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just one of those, one of those things where I just, I'm always fascinated at anyone um, able to, I don't know, your, your creativity has always been impressive. And I think that's just one of the things my, my, my brain has never been wired that way. I ran around in circles in high school, literally at, on a track. So, I mean, like that was like my pastime. So like, it's a whole different brain side of the brain. Um, well, check me if I'm wrong. Well said, Ken. That is well said. And to yeah. that point, I think that there's things that I, that inspire me about each of you too. And I think like <laughs> the thing about you, Ken, it, that inspires me is that like, I, again, like I've seen such a shift in, in who you have become and who you were, right? And I think that that openness to, well, maybe it's not, it wasn't necessarily an open, it was a gradual openness, right? It was like, it kind of, it took you a while yeah. to get there. But in the book, like your character is kind of like the unofficial hero. Do you know what I mean? Like he kind of like, cause his character goes to the Hamptons to start this business. And all he wants to do is like make money so he can pay for school and like leave and kind of, and doesn't really think that any, doesn't have a, an agenda, a plan to, you know, forge any relationships, right? And, and I think that, I think I admire your kind of like, I don't know if the word is like fortitude, but just kind of like, you're, you have just such a, a great heart. Like I truly, like I never, like when I was in high school, like, like I had a bunch of friends, but I never had like one best friend. Do you know what I mean? And I, honestly don't know if I ever knew what it was like to have a best friend until I met you. Like you really, honestly, like you have, like you really, I think showed me a, a friendship that I had never experienced before. And I was, you know, like 18, you know, I was like old for, for, you know, coming into that kind of a, a, dyna a dynamic or a relationship. And that was so, it was so nice to have someone that I knew cared about me and that I really cared about and we could like do fun things with and, be different and be our own people, but always come back together at the end, you know? Totally, buddy. I completely agree with you. And I think what I admire about Court is her, I think, ambition because, and again, it's something that like I, your character, I made friend, like your character, my character, like best friends in high school, which I kind of already talked about. And like, I just knew, like, I think when we met, there was like, oh, I, I know her. Do you know what I mean? I know this girl. Like, I think, I think I kind of wrote this down that I wanted to tell you guys. I think that like Courtney was just felt so familiar, like a kind of like an extended like piece of my family, right? And I think you were the person that I always knew, like in my life, like up until now, like you're always someone that I can, it's just, there's just this familiarity where, I don't know, it's just so nice. Like you're the person that I always knew. I think, Ken, you're the person that I always wanted, right? That friend, that best friend. And Breeze, I think you're the person that I always needed because you were the one that kind of, again, were, was my mirror a bit. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, 
I did feel like, you know, no matter how many like friends in high school I had or up until that point, you're like, wow. But like, she still, she sees me in a way that not anybody else does, you know? And I think that that was such a nice way that why we connected and. Yeah, no, that, I think that pretty much is a good summary and I feel kind of the same way. And I think even with all of us, even if we haven't, you know, talked as much as we did in, you know, in college, I think we pick up right where we are, which is the the best part of it too. Yeah. And like you said, Kyle, when we, it's like, when you call me, I don't even think we get to the point of what we're even going to talk about. Cause we're just basically <laughs> just, we create a skit with whatever we're talking about essentially. So my but, favorite memory is the pop tart. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> we had this weird, I was eating a pop tart outside of your door. <laughs> Like that, that happened. I was, fully, yeah, yeah, that happened. I was fully eating a pop tart outside. And then like, I threw a, like a piece of the crust away. <laughs> right. And then you thought, said, oh, <laughs> what if you would thrown that a little bit higher? And then there was, and it like went in someone's window. <laughs> and I said, and then she'd be like typing at her computer. <laughs> just like catching it. And then this is something that never happened, but we always reference the Pop-Tart. We, I don't know why, when we talk about it, like, it's almost like we talk about it more than our own personal lives. <laughs> oh my God, it just is so funny to me. But that's a good example of our... Yeah, no, I would say. But I, yeah. That's like this... meme-worthy. <laughs> that's incredible. I've never heard that story. That's why I'm just like, what? Good reference, Ken. Very, You're very current. Well, I would say this is not the, the first book a series that has been inspired by me, but it's definitely the first. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Mic no, wait, drop. That's not it. That's, that's not it. Game. Did no. Penny tell you to say that? The only no. no, that was impressive. It made sense in my head. In my standards. You just said the same thing. Yeah, I know. I know. I did it wrong. Go well, on. Try it again. You oh, were having to be impactful anymore. Oh, it's not impactful. My how the turntables have <laughs> turned. My how the turntables have turned. That's sort of what you did, yeah. I should have written my notes. Did you? I, I know that Breeze, you had come with notes. What, what, <laughs> what were you? What no, were, I didn't write them. They're all up here. Oh, did you have any? I wasn't sure if this was an intervention, so I didn't know what to prepare. <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys would like to? Say, can you get Panera to sponsor this? <laughs> I Again, say it three times. <laughs> you say it three times, the sandwich appears in front of. I think, um, Kyle, I am super proud of you and all that you have accomplished. You're way more creative than I could ever be, and I do like seeing our um, our little friendship on paper. I think it's fun and exciting, and it'll be there forever. Um, and I do think our friendship is effortless. It, that's just like the best part about it. Um, so I am super proud of you. Oh, thanks, Court. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what's next. And like Courtney said, it's kind of like we're set in stone and forever move on. And uh, I don't know. Like, isn't it weird? Like, yeah. I don't think, Do you think you'll get you think we'll get a straight to, to to TV series or will it be a movie? I mean, whatever they give. They... Brandon wants Leighton Meester to play her, I feel. Who? Oh, my God. Do you? So wait, me? <laughs> Where did That's you pull a... that from? 
I just feel like you would want her to play you. <laughs> it's a random pick, but I'm not I'm not against it at all. Do you know what's really funny, Court? I always in the we're gonna have Maria Menunos play me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just really. In the first draft of this book, I wrote down that Court's character was, I think I said, I think my exact phrasing was um, Brittany Snow meets Amy Adams. And I don't know why, but that just was a, I was conjuring that vibe. And I took it out because that's not, you don't, you want the audience to kind of make, infer their own kind of, you know, perception of who somebody is. And I would say that three people have told me that Brittany, they would like you to, Brittany Snow to play you in a thing. Okay. I like who it. else? Yeah. So, who have you envisioned as the characters in uh, we are pop not culture? If we, since we will not be available, <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> in case we can't yeah, reprise Cor- our roles, <laughs> Courtney, I, Courtney will just untag herself. Yeah, I would just like die at the beginning. I would just be like, "Well, I'm out of here." <laughs> I would love that. I would love if Brittany Snow would play you. I think that would be great. I always thought I always had such a hard time trying to figure out who would play Amelia because, oh gosh, I don't know. I always kind of thought she would be like a cool like newcomer, like on the Hollywood scene. Like I don't know who I would want because they would all have to be around the same age, right? Like. And we're old now, so they'd have to be. Yeah, we are old now. So that would that would be a thing. Like, if it was being made into something, would it be like kind of post thirties version, or would it or like a thirties version, or would it be like you know cast with nineteen year olds? Yeah. 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 Maybe what's her name? That's married to. Who's married to Jordan Peele? I don't know. Nope. She's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't think of her name. Let's Google her. Court, look it up. Kenny, who would you want to play you? I'd option myself. <laughs> no. Great. Kramer. I was going to be like 30 years older than every other character. <laughs> uh, yeah. We were just in Delaware, so I may just have Ryan Felipe on the mind, but I'm just thinking he would... He would also be a good like just Kenny. Like, I thought Ashton Kutcher would have been good for back then. But we're mature now. I know, but I thought we're thinking, well, I mean, yeah. I know. I mean, it's hard. Chelsea Peretti. Oh. Chelsea Peretti. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I have to look her up. But you know what's so funny is like you hopefully one day it does become adapted, right? I've there's been conversations about it that I've had with like some people like in like the industry about it and they're, they're okay well because this was also written in 2009 right and the the entertainment landscape is much more like diverse now we can make it more like a diverse cast and make it yeah more- and you could do jordan peele instead of his wife for me then <laughs> in a wig joe curie stranger things steve oh yeah joe curie oh, yeah joe curie would be a good one there okay. you go, Kyle. Get on it. All right. Let's together. <laughs> now, I'm just, um, you know, kind of picking off, piggybacking again off of what everyone said. I mean, it's it's cool to see it on paper. It's cool to see it still continue. It's amazing out of all the dynamics and friendships that I have forged over time 
like, and like even professionally, uh, I can call anyone here and I like, and just can just kind of pick up where we left off and like not much time has passed. Yeah. Sabrina, it's been a while, but last time when you and I hung out, it was something that I was like, man, it feels like no time has flown by. And, yeah. and it does. And, and it was just, at least that's how it felt for me. And it's like one of those things where it's just, I'm like, never really had that last, even with like, even some of my like track friends from high school who we were all super close with. Um, and so it's, it's been really cool to see that dynamic and everything like that. And um, yeah, um, I'm just grateful for um, all the relationships that I've had with all of you. And the fact that we have, uh, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm proud of like my growth as an in individual in terms of, you know, who I used to be and who I kind of, you know, have, have been, you know, becoming. And, and because of you guys, I think you guys play a, a huge role in that. Um, and I think it's just, as Courtney said, it's just cool to see it on paper in terms of a different lens on it and, um, and just paying an homage to it. So um, you know, so I'm grateful for the creativity, Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of like, it's almost like, even though we met when we were 18, we were still kids basically. So we grew up together and we have a lot of the same similarities and personality traits of when we knew each other, but we're also grown adults now that have lives and homes and, um, things like that. So it's, it's interesting to see that how we are able to stay connected through this, even though we're not all living it, obviously not even in the same coast with Kyle. So, um, yeah. And that there's no, like never any competition with any of us. Like I always want, and I know that you guys feel the same way too. We always want like, what's just like the highest good for each of us right like yeah I like we're each other's like biggest and that's what friendship is like to be each other's biggest cheerleaders and just like you know it's just such a nice I'm just so grateful so hands in <laughs> uh, and it's fun if you tell people that you are in a book or you were inspired are you exactly inspired? like I just I had to get a ride home today because my car is getting worked on. And I said, oh, I have this. I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast tonight with my friend. We, he wrote a book about us. Like, <laughs> <"That's so cool." sighs> I know. And it's crazy. Like in, I didn't, I don't think about surprisingly, like my legacy too much in terms of this book, but like, you know, in 20 years, like it'll still be in print and like our kids could like, I don't know, like read it. What is I can't wait to, to, to read the third one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just fun. Is there any other things we should say? Panera, Panera, Panera. <laughs> <laughs> was there a part? I don't know if you was there a part in the book that particularly stood out to you? Any book, any part of the any of the books that you guys the beginning. <laughs> the beginning. The middle and then the end. I think the dedication was my favorite book. Yeah. Too. I cry every time. I do. Because you can't read. <laughs> if we do, if it does get, you know, turn into something sensational, we'll all go on a big trip together. Yeah, well, when I see that money come through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After you get your payouts. The royalties. 
Right. I've typed in my routing instructions in the chat. <laughs> Thank you so no. much. So goodbye. Bye. Great seeing everyone.